What is up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Into the Fryer, Ramblings from the Kitchen podcast. I am Matt Hewitt, your host. Before we get started today, I want to give some, I guess, I don't want to say full disclosure, but I haven't, um, I haven't been producing any content as of late on a consistent basis. And part of that, um, I think has to do with the fact that I've been nearing a breakthrough. And sometimes when you near a breakthrough, you tend to have a little self-sabotage or if you're anything like me, I, I tend to self-sabotage and put myself back down and tell myself that I'm not good enough and I shouldn't be doing this because no one takes me seriously or whatever the case is. So I have, I don't want to say I've been feeling sorry for myself, but I just have not felt like I wanted to continue on because I got to a certain point achieved some success and started learning some stuff. And then uh, the mindset subconsciously kicked in to take me back down and let doubt and fear and all of those things that come along with um, keeping you stuck in your struggle started to set in. That being said... I'm going to do my very best to push through that glass ceiling to get back on the high horse, get back on track and continue to bring you awesome and amazing content. So sit back, relax, and I hope that you enjoy this very, very special edition of into the fryer. A couple of weeks ago, I got the opportunity to uh, memorialize one of my best friend's dad, fathers, uh, a gentleman that I looked to as a father figure in my life, someone that I knew for almost 35 years, took me into their home, took me into their family, and treated me like his own son. I hope I did a, uh, a speech and I read two letters that uh, my friend Dave wrote about his dad, Hawk Levandusky. So please enjoy this recording from July 20th, 2019, memorializing Henry Hawk Levandusky. He will forever live on. Peace. <laughs> what he said Um, my uh, for for those of you that don't know me my name is Matt Hewitt I've been friends with Dave since fourth grade I think he was actually the first friend I made at Lowell Elementary School um, Dave had asked me to to get up and, and read for him and, and say a few words about about Hawk. Um, that's two, I think, so far. My brother's keeping track of my ums in the back. 
So Dave sent me an email and it says, Hewitt, I'm so very blessed to have a brother from another mother. I know you were special to my dad in more than one way. He got to see the two of us grow like we were brothers as he was, as he was your Belmont Shore dad. From our trips to Indio, you almost blowing off your foot. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, sleepovers, Jets, baseball, bagging groceries at Ralph's, beating Polly, becoming more league champs on the football field for Wilson, and then on to our next chapters of <clears throat> our next chapters with our stunning wives and amazing kids. My dad was able to travel to Utah to be a part of you and Hillary's beautiful wedding and dressing us all up in tuxedos for my very own wedding at La Quinta. I want to thank you for always loving my dad and treating him with nothing but respect on and off the field. It means the world to me that you traveled from Utah to stand up in front of this crowd and say the words that I could only type. My dad passed down many great things to me, one being, <laughs> one being emotional and not afraid to let it out and shed a tear, but with that comes the inability to be able to stand in front of a crowd and get the words out. Love you, brother. 45 and 76 for life. Love you, man. <clears throat> so that was just the email that Dave had sent to me. And then he wrote a couple of letters uh, that says, this was a letter I wrote to my dad prior to him going into surgery in January of 2016. To the dad who taught me to ride a bike, throw a football, play beach volleyball, shoot a gun, drive a car, catch a baseball, and most of all, to be a man, husband, and father, unconditionally loving me through every single mistake, I say thank you. Thank you for being the best father you could since the day mom brought me, you and mom brought me into this world. Thank you for encouraging me when I needed it and picking me up when I couldn't pick myself up. Thank you for always forgiving me. Thank you for laughing with me. Thank you for understanding. I am busy and thank you for understanding I am stressed at times. Thank you. You already know this, but you need to hear it again. I look up to you every single day. Dad, pardon me. You are and have been the best husband, dad, papa, friend, mentor, business owner, and father figure many dream to be. Be proud, stay proud, and forever be proud. Stay focused on the good things in this life, Dad. Stay positive, and most of all, stay strong like you have been your entire life. You have great family around you, and all because of how you raised us, with the help of Mom, of course. I love you, Dad. I would have loved to be able to tell you all of this in person, but I would not have been able to get the first word out. So I had to type it, up, type it out and hand it to you, Hewitt. Hopefully I can get through this without my glasses. Uh, this was just recently, Dave had, had written this. It's starting to hit me. I'm going to lose my dad. The man that has been my biggest, has been the biggest supporter of me even when I was at my low. He is always proud of me and the family I have created, accepting Jolie into his life like his own daughter and respecting how we raise Ryan and Reese. Seeing him helpless is hard, but he keeps fighting makes me proud to be 11 Dusky. <sighs> makes me proud to be 11 Dusky too, I gotta tell you. 
Dad is concerned about being a burden to us and mom. Dad worrying about us is him being a dad and a husband is him being the dad and husband he always has been to all of us and something that is helping him cope with it all. As dads and husbands, I think I would be the same way. He's a rock. This is not going to be easy, and I personally am very thankful for Jolie stepping in and being involved like it is her own dad. I imagine this is all starting to hit my mom like a wave of bricks. She has committed her life to my dad, took care of him, countless doctor visits, got frustrated with him, everything possible for him, has done everything possible for him, everything, all while working, handling the house, financials, her own kids, her grandkids, her friends. I am amazed at her focus and patience with my dad, no doubt. Without her, we would have lost him years ago, lots of years ago. Again, proud to be a Lewandowski. My dad is not gone yet, and I know he is going to stay as strong as he can until his last breath. No matter how these next few days, weeks play out, he has and is the best dad, husband, papa, businessman, neighbor, teammate, coach, mentor, haberdasher, father-in-law, and golf tournament organizer there is. Not everybody can say that about their dad, but I can. Till the end and into the next trip of our lives, I love you, Dad. You did it right and be proud. Horns up. Dad passed a few days ago. I was blessed to be by his bedside with my mom, holding his hand while he took his last breaths. He fought till the very end, and we were fortunate enough to be able to bring him home for those last moments, a home that he raised his kids, played with his grandkids, had numerous holidays, opened gifts, watched football, cut cake, had Joe Jost to go, <laughs> hugged each other, and most of all, where he loved us all. Not just his family, but every single one of my friends he treated like they were his own. I did not realize this at the time, but looking back, looking back on it and hearing comments from my buddies, he truly did appreciate my friends. From his days as at Leonard's, then opening up Henry James LTD and running a successful business to his last days of retirement at Nordstrom's, he had a connection with every single customer in a positive manner always dressing them up to be the most dapper person, a true, habit, a true haberdasher he was. Though he loved us all, he truly cherished my mom. He looked at her as his trophy wife and valued her and their marriage more than I realized growing up. My mom dug her heels in and they took the diabetes battle on one day at a time, turning it into a great 30 plus years with the disease. Mom, your patience was tested. You handled it better than any wife could. I am so grateful that you could be the wife you are for him. Keeping him on track the best you could so he was able to smile until the very end. Thank you, Mom. Dad, I'm going to miss you, buddy. 
But please know that I'm going to be okay and that we are all going to take care of your trophy wife. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Hawk. Your proud son, David Scott. So as Dave had touched on in his, uh, in his letter to his dad that, that Hawk um, really, really took all of our friends into his own family. It was, it was truly amazing. Um, you know, growing up in Belmont Shore in the, in the early 80s and into the 90s, it was a little bit of a chaotic time. And, and Hawk and Sherlane, from the moment that I became friends with Dave, they, they brought me into their home and treated me like I was their son. In, in posts that when, I, when Hawk was active on social media, I would respond, and then his response always back was, thanks, other son. And I truly feel like that. I truly feel like one of the family. So they included me, the Levendusky family included me on, on several trips to Indio when, I, when we were younger. And, and one of the trips, it was, I think it was just Mike, Dave, Hawk, and I. And we got into Indio to the, to the, um, to the cabin, or to the uh, cabin, not a cabin, to the condo. And I remember the power being out on the night that we arrived. And then we, we went to the pool, hung out. And then the next day, we were going shooting. And our, you know, Dave, I think, and I were shooting a, a 22 rifle, and then Hawk had a 38, and he allowed us to shoot it. And he said, he said, there's only one rule, one rule. Point if, if you're gonna point it at something, click it back, use two hands, and shoot. If you're gonna change your target, point it down, two hands, unclick, and and release the hammer, and then re-aim. Me being the big probably 10-year-old that I was, thought I could do it with, do it with one hand, so I almost shot my freaking toe off. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this. Sometimes I curse when I pray, so please forgive me if I swear. Um, I, I literally almost shot my foot off. And, and, and Hawk laid into me so heavily. I, I, I started bawling. I was, I was shaking and crying and then he did what any dad would do. He came and put his arms around me and made me feel okay. And it was a poignant moment for me um, because I think, I mean, at the time, Dave and I had probably been friends for about a year. And it, it was at that point that I knew how much he cared about me. Um, we went to several Rams games. We'd go to the catch before, hang out. So many different trips to, to legends, and I think the first time I ever ate wings was with Hawk. Uh, the first time I think I ever had a JoJo special was with Hawk and a pickled egg and, a, and some peppers. Um, and then there was, you know, Dave and I, when we were kids, we went to Nazarene camp, and, and Hawk drove us every single day. He would, he would drive us. And once a week, we would stop at Denny's for a Grand Slam. I remember being, if you got included on the 59th Street uh, Sunday afternoons you were in and I, and I was included in a lot of those and then as an adult he taught me how to dress he taught me how to dress <laughs> get those a little higher um, he, loved, he loved suspenders he loved suspenders 
And so, as you see, I have the, the red shoes and my matching suspenders as a tribute, and I just hiked the, the pants up <laughs> over my belly button, so pardon me. But I remember getting a job in, uh, as a restaurant manager, and, and the, the company gave me a budget of $1,000 to, to go and, and dress. They said, we want you to look professional, we want you to look nice. So there was never a doubt, like the, they gave me the, they said, you have $1,000, Go spend it, boom, I'm going to HJLTD. And I don't know anybody that ever said Henry James LTD. I always called it HJLTD. But you, if you've, any of you that have been dressed by Hawk, going to the shop was an experience. You weren't gonna get out of there in less than two hours, probably, and you might have a few beers and a shot of whiskey. And there was always some Great reading material on the uh, on there, and, and Cap, Kaplan was, was a gem, was a gem. But he he just knew he knew humans, he knew people, he knew how to make you feel. I, I didn't know anything about dressing, I didn't know how to be a professional. I was 27 years old and never wore a suit in my life, really. Um, but he had a way about him, for me anyway, that made me feel good about not knowing something. And he did, he, he was able to convey, hey Matt, you really don't know shit about shit when it comes to dressing yourself. But I never felt, I just felt like he was my dad teaching me a lesson and teaching me how to be in the world and, and helping me. Um, so there, there was a, you know, I, I, I thank him for, you know, looking the way that I look today. Um, and then, and then, as I got older, you know, there was a another time I had to go get when he was at Nordstrom's, and I needed a I needed a sport coat and walk out of there. And then he's like, "Hey, why don't you stop by the house later?" And so I came by, and he gave me he gave me two full suits. He's like, "And and I'm wearing one of the one of the uh, shirts that he had today that has his his name uh, on it, monogrammed in Hawk." But he always taught me keep your leather together. Keep your leather together. And if you're wearing suspenders, you don't need a coat. Um, you know, he, he was just such, such a wonderful, loving human being. I could, I could, Dave told me I could take an hour, so I hope you guys are getting, get yourself settled in. No, just kidding, just kidding. But, um, you know, I, I could point to specific memories like I have but but he he was just always around he was always around I knew that when my son was born I think the first time we took we my wife and I took him out of the house we made it a point to to stop by in the shore to to see Hawk and Trelane I mean they literally um I I've I've talked about on on my podcast that I have a group of friends, we have a group of friends that everyone's parents looked out for us when we were growing up. And I was more respectful to Hawk and my friend's parents when they were telling me something to do as, a, as it was than I was to my own parents. But they treated us like they were our own. And it wasn't, and, and, and but the, there was something special of the relationship 
that Hawk created for Dave's friends and family and, and, and everyone, all of you, all of you. It, it's, it's truly special, truly special. And so today I'm thinking about the cycle of life and how we celebrate and honor what a, what a gregarious and special human being he was. And I told Dave when, when he asked me to do this that I would do the best that I could to honor his memory and to do right by my Levanduskis, my Levandusky family. Um, I will leave you with this. There was Dave, I, for those of you that know me, know I love music, um, kind of geek out on it, and lyrics are very important to me. Uh, there's, a, there's a song by a band called the Avid Brothers called No Hard Feelings. And as the song is in the outro, there was some lyrics. I shared this song with Dave recently, and there's a, a couple of lyrics that, that really kind of point to what I think about Hawk. For life and all of its loveliness and all of its ugliness, good as it's been to me, I have no enemy. Hey everyone, this is Matt from Into the Fryer, Ramblings from the Kitchen podcast and fryerpod.com. I truly hope that you enjoyed this extra special version of the podcast, a recording that I did on July 20th, 2019 as a memorial to good friend Henry Hawk Levandusky. I also wanted to remind you that you can get all of the podcast episodes on from the website friarpod.com. That's F-R-Y-E-R-P-O-D.com. I we are also on Spotify, Apple Podcast, pretty much anywhere you can listen to podcasts, you will find into the Friar ramblings from the kitchen podcast. If you like what you're hearing, give me some feedback. I always appreciate that and share it with your friends. There's a lot of interesting topics that have been covered um, in the almost 30 episodes that we have done. And I just hope that you continue to enjoy and that you bear with as I go through these growing pains and that's about all I got. Peace.